You were listening to Seniors Junction Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Merkley, co-founders of Seniors Junction. My special guest today is my bridge partner, tennis playing companion and friend, Lou Polignato, who used to own a business and is now retired. And we're talking about questions of Seniors Junction, where we're hoping to prevent seniors isolation one conversation at a time. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Lou. Thanks for having me. So tell tell our our viewers and listeners just a little bit about yourself and, and what you're doing. Well, uh, um, I'm uh, to uh, 80, so pretty well all I do now is play tennis, bridge, um, bike rides. I like to work out every day, one kind or another. Uh, and um, I'm an old married man, and I enjoy life very much. Okay, and you take your leisure seriously. You work at it. You enjoy it. You try to get better at it. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tell our tell our viewers what you like about bridge. Well, um, I guess the discipline, in some ways, uh, you know the the fact that you're talking with somebody in a language that is universal really once you discover once you d- uh, disclose the um, various uh, uh, what do you call them uh, like uh, rules that you, that you agree on I remember once being in uh, uh, a foreign country I couldn't speak the language I was with Rotary and I couldn't speak the language of this country but I went to a rotary meeting and we had a game of bridge because the bidding boxes were the same and somehow we established the conventions that we played and I was able to play with a guy that I couldn't speak to. That was kind of fascinating to me. Um, So, yeah, what I like about bridge is the discipline and if you're playing with the same partner, uh, you can count that he understands you, and he can yes. count that you understand him, and that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it passes time. It's exciting <laughs> if you win. It's even exciting if you lose because you learn something. Wonderful. Well, what I enjoy about bridge. Oh yeah, and and when you get into it, there's a lot of subtlety. There's a lot of uh, thinking, trying to measure. And trying to decipher and figure out what you can do and maybe what you can't do. I like I like the part of duplicate bridge that you're trying to do a little better with that hand than other people in the room you're competing against are going to do. You're trying to get an inch better somehow. Yeah, it's for sure the competition is important, but uh, it, 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 I don't know if it's the most important thing to me, but. It's the um, it's the relationship with a partner that is doing something with another person. Getting yes, on the exactly. same page as somebody else. Getting on the same page as someone else. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. And gives us something to look forward to every week and uh, people to do it with. Yeah, sure. Good. Yeah. Good. And what's tennis like for you? How do you enjoy that? Well, I used to enjoy it more when I was younger because it was better. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, uh, now, now tennis is, um, it's a form of workout for me. 
Uh, and I guess the discipline of always trying to do better, yeah. uh, even though as you get older, for me, anyhow, my tennis game gets worse. But uh, I try to focus more. Uh, and again, it's the people. Yeah. You know, it's the people getting on the same page as your partner. Uh, if you're playing doubles and I don't play signals really anymore. So um, it's the camaraderie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you convene drop in tennis twice a week at the club. Yeah. Um, and that's been fun. It's uh, close to 20 years now I've been doing that. And basically, uh, what is convening is is just making sure that um, all players get to play because sometimes, well, not sometimes, all the time, some players are better than others. You try and mix them up and help the ones that you can, although I can't do much uh, technically on their game, but usually somebody there, you know, will step in and say, hey, you know, this can help your game or whatever. Uh, and yes, we've got, uh, we only have three courts at Roseland, but we've had as many, uh, let's see, 12, probably 20 people out. And, you know, we mix them all up. So nobody sort of comes with a part, nobody comes with a partner and stay, they might come with a partner, but they don't play with a partner. Mm -hmm. mixed, mixed up all the time. So it's nice that way. Good. So these are things you look forward to every week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Getting out, meeting people, physical exercise, and uh, it, it, even though much, not much gets better as you get older, um, keep plugging. I remember one day last fall, <clears throat> I heard you say, I've got to find more things to do. It's important to you to have enough to do, isn't it? Oh, I, I have to do something uh, every day. It only has to be for a half a day because actually at nighttime, uh, in the evening, I'm uh, married and I, I like uh, being home and watching television with my wife. So that's, uh, <clears throat> but during the day, um, it might be too much togetherness. So I like to get out. Good for you. Good for you. Um, I don't want to ask you about the losses you've suffered. Uh, we've all suffered losses. How important have activities been for you when you have suffered a major loss? Uh, they've been crucial. Um, I have had some losses that um, uh, put me on medication at one time. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't handle two or three things that happened in a row. And uh, the medication worked, but the best thing that worked is getting out and doing things. Um, and I had a couple of good friends that, you know, I shared this with, and they knew that that was important. Um, at, at the time, my family uh, tried to get me to get out, but you can ignore your family to some extent. But... You know, when you see a friend step in and try and help you, um, and it did help. And the, the point that I made with being on the medication is I set myself a, uh, I think it was a three-month target that 
I had to change my life in those three months so I wouldn't need medication. And my changes were strictly uh, fighting the urge to stay home because staying home was depressing. Um, I, uh, I used to have a squash game, even in the middle of this, once a week. Uh, but I needed to be doing that once a day. <clears throat> So getting out, if you uh, if you suffer depression in any way, in my experience, uh, if you need to help with medication, take it. But that's not a long-term result. The long-term result is getting out and doing things that helps you take your mind off your depression. Thank you. That's great. Have you run across other people who have been isolated? Uh, let me think about that. No, I'm not sure, Paul. I'm not sure that I, uh, um, I've run across other people that wouldn't do things. I'm not sure whether they were depressed or not, but they wouldn't do things because they felt they weren't good enough, you know, to play bridge or play tennis or, um, strong enough to go on a long bike ride. I've met people like that. And my encouragement would always be just get out and do as best as you can. And anybody that's critical of you is wrong. Good for you. That's great advice. That's good advice. Um, is there besides what you've said, which is a whole lot, anything you'd like to say to our viewers? Well, I, I think what you're doing uh, with your programs is not only educational, but it um, it brings people together in a different way. And whatever you can do to get together with people is important. And this gets people together, and that's important. Thanks very much for coming on the call. I, I'm sure we all appreciate everything you have to say. You're very welcome. Mm -hmm.